Let me start this off then here. Hey guys, welcome to Pow Hana. This is Neil. I'm sick. Tables have turned. <laughs> well, I'm coming. I'm getting over something. Yeah. You, 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 uh, you got ill. You got yeah. ill over the holidays. I did. All right. Well, yeah. we're. This is uh, the last podcast for the year, 2018, and um, well, we haven't been shut down by the government. We're yeah. still going strong. Can't stop the signal. So you've handed me a disc here, and it's. Aaron's year in music for 2018. So uh, you were kind of giving me a little description of what's in it. You said there's like about 40 songs, at least 40 songs, and then you had it tiered or ranked. I don't know if we have crossover people with with the Get Ricked podcast. (laughs) You guys all know Rick, so we've been doing, he and I, since June, we've been doing a podcast. In that podcast, I've been doing um, an Aaron's Week in Music podcast. So it kind of goes over music, kind of stuff I found. Some recent, some less recent. A lot of it is K-pop since that was like what we delved into this past year. Was it just this year that you started to really just it was, fully... It was really only since June, oh, if really? you think about it, yeah. So you took the plunge oh, and I've, I've, you went... I've torpedoed my way... <laughs> Neck deep. <laughs> no, no. Oh, we're, 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 we're fully immersed in K-pop <laughs> now. So yeah, so what I gave you and I've given to like... Only four or five people are going to get it. It's a podcast slash music sampler for you guys. So for the podcast, it identifies my rating system. So I called it the aggro. Hashtag. Which... Co- copywritten. Which, no, 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 no. Which no. stands for... So it stands for the Aaron's Girls Generation Rating Order, the aggro. <laughs> Essentially, what I gave you on the disc are my favorite songs that I found this year. Not the old school stuff, because when I used to do the week interview with Rick, I would add old school stuff, but it's hard to add old school stuff, because usually I'm going to pick what I like mm. more than anything else. So, Especially for this year, it's the it's it's a uh, it's a time... Not, well, I wouldn't call it a timeline, but it's a... Self-discovery into Korean yes. pop music. <laughs> yeah, so so it's that. And then, so in addition to what I gave you is stuff that I'm looking at on the horizon. And actually, it's even funnier because Rick started delving into Chinese pop music. Oh, God. Okay. So actually, there is some Chinese pop music on there as well. Oh, okay. And Christmas songs because I couldn't figure out how to end the podcast. So there's, cause there's, there's some Christmas music as well. So well, we kind of skirt talking about music on this podcast but mostly yeah. because well of course it's a big part of your life yeah you've 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 totally gone full on onto the k-pop of course it it, it shows up on our on our podcast here and there you, you know what, you know what the irony is though what's up i only really like five groups so the deep dive is only with like Maybe four or five specific groups. Right, you know, it only start. It only takes one. <laughs> well, well, like for example, so Girls' Generation, yes. So Girls' Generation is the backbone. I stand Girls' Generation. My bias is Yuri. That's why Yuri is the top girl in Girls' Generation. Rick likes Blackpink, so Rick really likes Jenny. But yeah, so like we were talking about possibly traveling next year, and I was like, well. If you go, you kind of have to figure out if we were to go see a concert, who you'd want to see. You know, oh, between we, you and Rick? No, no, between you. Oh, me? Yes. Oh. If, if we were to, you know what I mean? So, like, I can't just make you, like, we're going to a concert and you'll be like, who the hell are these people? <laughs> so at least, 
at least you've been introduced to Blackpink. You've been introduced to Girls' Generation. So slightly. I, I have I, I have a, a slight chance or a fighting chance when well, I see, go in there. Well, but like maybe maybe you like the sound or the you know the song yeah, or we'll the sound. See. We'll see. And if that's the case, then you can further explore them on your own. Um, yeah. There's rock groups too. Uh-huh. That that I'm only starting to delve into, and it's real. It's real rock. It's not like K-pop rock, or you know. I mean, it's 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 funny because my mom actually likes one of the rock songs. Oh, really? Because she she thinks it's kind of like Journey. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the guy has a real good voice, real strong voice. There's even one girl that I saw that almost is like Evanescence. Okay. But she was from a K-pop group. She was from a previous group that when she broke off to do solo, she changed her entire like. Sound, which which I like. I I enjoy when, like the girls break off, they kind of do their own thing, and then when they come back, it's it's a more interesting sound. So that that's my Christmas present since I didn't um make anything this year. And oh, for those of you who are more interested in the music, in more music talk, check out. You can check out the Get Rick podcast. The Get Rick podcast. But it's only Aaron's week in music. That's what you want to listen. Yeah. To. Well, so that's so in that. In that podcast, it's or this album, this CD I get, it's the year in music for 2018. Yeah. So I on for me, I did I kind of put together a little bit of let's do a 2018 year in review. Yeah. For Palhana, basically did a little bit of Google searches and things like that. Memorable things that happened 2018. Couple rules that I set up for myself. Rule one: no politics. So once I put that filter down, a lot of stuff got got thrown well, into the trash. <laughs> well, well, but like we were talking, politics has permeated pop yeah. culture because yeah, yeah. because and of our president. Yeah, and you know what? If you if you love poli- talking politics and something like that, go find NPR, find someplace else. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I kind of shifted my gears towards more celebrity and pop culture stuff Mm -hmm. so um well one of the things that this podcast originated as a movie review or a you know we did a summer we always did like summer movie reviews Mm. so what i thought would be interesting is i went to imdb and i pulled the top grossing movies Mm -hmm. for 2018 i basically listed the top 10 the top 10 grossing movies okay and also, I put some, and also highlighted some notables that are not in the top ten, mm-hmm. and they're notable for a variety of reasons. Either they, these movies came out of nowhere and did very, very well for themselves, or things that just full on bombed. Things mm-hmm. that were we expected to be on the top ten. You know, when we do our sum- summer movie review, we had like, like Solo, yeah, like Solo or whatever, <laughs> like that. So, like things like we thought that were going to do well. Yeah. And didn't do well or vice versa. And, and then, you know, I put those on. Okay, so I have the top ten. Of course, I'm going to I'm gonna highlight how many of the movies from the top ten are properties owned by Disney. I would say six. You are very close. Five out of the top ten. So Black Panther, Avengers, The Incredibles. So you got the top three. Black Panther beat out Infinity War. As a top-grossing domestic movie, wow, of the year, impressive. But if you think if you think about it, I think it was more staying power because Black Panther. You saw Black Panther was playing for like like a month and a half. Like, well, it was playing while Infinity Wars was still in the theater too. Yeah, it was. Like still, when it came yeah, out, they but were like back, but it came out like didn't it come out in like February? It came out like around February, yeah. and and then it. 
just played all the way until like May or something yeah. like that. I don't know if it's because there was really no other competition, so they just let it run. I think it's just trying to break records too, right? Well, Part of it was just they're just it, juicing that thing. Right? Oh yeah, they juiced it. Deadpool does that count? Deadpool two is not a Disney. Dis, uh, it's a Fox. Oh, not yet. Yeah. Yeah, they're juicing that bastard now. So that was that was probably the last Fox. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, the last was an X Men universe under the Fox property because I think it becomes now it's becoming Disney. Mm, mm, mm. So the following year, I was like, Jurassic World's not, Jurassic and so- World's not. and Solo's not. Solo is. It made it like a ten at nine. Just scraped on um, Ant Man. Ant Man and the Wasp is number eight. So here's the top ten: Black Panther mm-hmm. made seven hundred million. Infinity War. Made six hundred seventy-eight million. These are all gross domestic, so mm-hmm. this is not world. Incredibles two made six hundred million. Jurassic World, this is number four, is at four hundred sixteen. I still haven't seen that movie. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you're missing anything. Deadpool two made three hundred twenty-four. Okay. The Grinch came in at number six. Scott Mosier at two hundred fifty-three. Gross more than every Kevin Smith movie combined. <laughs> yeah. Mission Impossible Fallout made 220. Ant-Man and the Wasp made 216. Solo, a Star Wars story. So this is one movie that people, like, generally it's the consensus has been, they say it's a failure. Probably cost more to make it than they grossed, right? It made 200, over 200 million domestic. But I think it was like a 300, it was closer to a 300 million dollar movie, right? Well, yeah, but this is only like domestic, so you would think it's like you probably, like, globally it would have made another 100 to 200. Like, well, the issue was because even though it's a quote unquote small movie, it costs big yeah. dollars, right? So, you know, we'll talk about this a little bit mm. more as we go through. And then finally, rounding it off, number 10 was actually uh, was pretty surprising for me was Venom. I did not see Venom. I saw Spider Man. Oh, the Into the Spider Verse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go watch I'm going to go watch it tonight. I heard it's really good. It is really good. Me and my who, friend. Who are you going with? Uh, one of my co workers. I don't want that answer. What? I don't want that answer. Jealous? What the hell? No. <laughs> I, was, I don't want that answer. Change your answer. Oh, to a, what, a girl? Yeah. Oh, no. Why not? Because nobody, no girl I know wants to. It was good. I, I can I can say that. Um, Did you see Bumblebee? Are you interested in watching Bumblebee? I'm not sure. I, I, I've debated if I really want to see Bumblebee. I think it's after watching all those disappointing Transformer movies to see this one. I heard this one's a lot better though. Yeah, I heard it's really good. And well, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm not really good. I don't know, but like it's good. Somebody told me it's better than um, Aquaman. That's a pretty high bar. I heard Aquaman's really good. Well, it's it's got it's got its good points and bad points. I think one of the good points is that it finally kind of softened it up a bit, like the DC. The DC, oh. you know what I mean? It's not dark and yeah. moody and... Okay, so that's the top ten. I'm surprised Spider-Man hasn't broken in yet, though. Oh, Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Well, it's only been out for two weekends. How long was the Grinch out for? Since November? Grinch, yeah, Grinch oh. came out in, like, I think uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Oh. I did notice it was in the 20s. I think mm. I would say 20s or 30s, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So it's well on its way. I think after after it makes its complete run, it'll, it'll be probably there. it'll it'll be kind of up there. I don't know if it'll be top ten, but it'll be pretty up there. Stay for the end trailer of Spider Man. All right. There's, so, there's some secret. There's some secret things at the end. Cool. Okay. So I uh, put some notables. The Megalodon. No. So one of it was a surprise 
success was uh, The Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. I've never seen it. I heard it's really good. Though. I heard it's really good. It did very well at the box office. It actually came up number twelve. It was kind of like Get Out, right? It was kind of like one of those. It's a heart. It's a thriller suspense. Yeah. But the premise is really interesting, right? I mean, it's basically there was little to no conversation because mm-hmm. they're trying to not make a sound mm-hmm. so they don't get caught. Yeah. So the whole idea is like you're you're sitting, you're watching a movie that's has very little sound. <laughs> Like building suspense through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Made 188 million, so that was a resounding success. Oh well, yeah, I, is, are they thinking of making a quiet place too already? I'm sure as soon as it that ink was not even dry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one was uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Just the whole idea that a full Asian cast was able to, you know, was a a pretty big success at the box office. It was bound to happen, though. It was bound to happen, but I guess it was... I mean, I made it notable because it was the first. Well, finally. Yeah, finally. Finally, I mean... We, we don't get our due when it comes to movies, right? Mm, exactly. Um, as a minority. Yeah. That actually ended up as the 14th highest grossing movie of, mm. of the year. And think, for a rom-com, that's actually pretty good. I think they're going to do a part two as well. I'm sure. I hope they bring in Korean actresses. So that made 174 million. Mm-hmm. So for rom com, that's very good. Rom coms are usually, you know, budget is a little bit smaller. So well, rom com plus they're like kind of a niche market, right? Yeah, and I'm sure those a lot of those stars didn't demand like high salaries. Not yet. Not yet. Because I'm not sure who the headliner was in. Was it know. Constance Wu? I guess, but like everybody said, like Aquafina was the show stealer. Oh, I I did see Ocean's Eight. Okay. I, I bought Ocean's 8. Oh, you bought it? On Blu-ray. Oh. It, was, it was Black Friday. It was cheap, right? $5. Okay, good. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't... I was debating about putting it on the on my list of notables, but it was mm. like, where, where it finished, I think it was in like somewhere in the, the teens or 20s. I was like, that's about right, I think, given the, whatever, you know, the feedback and all that kind of stuff. I think it gets the backlash like how Ghostbusters, yeah, because it was a female cast and whatever. I mean that that's unfortunate. I think if it was just a heist movie unto itself, yeah, it without the ocean, better. without yeah, without using the the, the, the name the name yeah. brand is basically yeah. If they just decide to just make it a all girl heist, yeah, movie. I think I think it'd be such a more novel idea, right? Yeah. That and because when you're saying Ocean's Eight, because you, you you find out that that's the sister. Yeah, yeah. Daddy Ocean's sister. I mean, and that's... Uh... Okay, and then now now we're going to go into some of these ones that I feel probably underperformed at the box office okay. for one reason or another. Uh, one that came out was another Disney Pixar. was Ralph Breaks the Internet. I wasn't into it because I know you wanted to see it. Like, you were supposed to go see it, right? Yeah. Did you go see it? I didn't get a chance to see it yet. See... I think for that reason, I don't know if it was a known property. I mean, I, I think it did good the first time around, but even for me, I, I just didn't... I was kind of apathetic toward it. But it's... I mean, considering it's a Disney Pixar, usually when you say it's a Disney Pixar, the bar starts pretty high already in terms of, like... Now, I wouldn't the say expectations. Return, not the expectations. The assumption of, like, how many how many people are going to watch it and things like that. Mm. As soon as you say Disney Pixar, people are like, you know, they think... The quality yeah. is going to be good. It's going to be a... There's a high chance of success. I guess, on the flip side, you would think it's a low chance of failure. Yeah. And, like you said, it didn't 
succeed, I guess. It didn't succeed as people expected. I don't know mm-hmm. what was the budget for a for like a, a CGI movie nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it made about 169 million. I'm sure it broke set. even at worst. It's still around. Is it? A little oh. bit. It might creep a little bit further up the list, mm. but I don't see it breaking like top thirteen. I don't. It, it doesn't seem as cute as other shows should be. Like as Disney Pixar. For some reason, shows. It, it, it's for some reason it got dragged into the whole political sphere too because of I think it was like Sarah Silverman's in it, and I don't know if it, that made a difference too. I'm sure to some people it does, but if you didn't even know Sarah Silverman was in it, you wouldn't have even, like, you would have forgot about it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. voices, you know, when you voice act or whatever, you, you get kind of muddled yeah. up anyway. But anyway, so I think when we when we did our summer movie review or, or 2018 and mm. stuff like that, just the idea that it was a Disney Pixar, it was, we thought, would have done a little bit better than where it ended I, up. But it came out later, because I think Incredibles was the summer yeah. Yes. Blockbuster. Yeah. That. Incredibles was. So we expected. I expected that to do numbers. And yeah. That one was and it did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was critics liked it. Yeah. Well, it was, it was ten years in the making, right? Yeah. They're waiting ten years for it. Ralph breaks the internet. I wouldn't be surprised if that just kind of gets shelved from this point on. It's possible. I mean, because they got to main. They got to main start mainstreaming Incredibles three, four, five before they get the Fantastic well, Four have, on board. <laughs> well, they have like the next year is Toy Story. Oh. Toy Story Four, so I didn't know that they're still pumping them out. They still have the old that properties. Gonna live forever. Toy Story will live forever. I have a feeling too. I, I, I don't. Did I hear a rumor or not? But I think there's Cars is is somewhere on the Cars on the, or not or planes, planes, but so, not Cars. Or, yeah. Um, number eighteen was Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. So it was a the Harry Potter universe movie. Mm-hmm. Coming at number 18 for the year, I mean, it's a little... I think I don't people know. don't like Harry Potter stories that don't have Harry Potter in them. Yeah, so it's like, is it brand fatigue? I don't know if it's brand fatigue. I mean, the Eddie Redmayne, he's semi-likable. I mean, I mean they, but they brought... I mean, and this one had, had uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp and um, Jude Law. Yeah. They brought in some hitters, but I don't know if people... I don't know. I mean, people. I think people want to see Harry Potter. They want to have a tie to the Harry Potter, not just the name, right? Only. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think people are tired of it because I think people are into Potterverse or whatever, Pottermore. You know, they they like the online stuff, right? So people yeah. like acting like wizards, but I, I think <laughs> they don't care about the Newt Scamander. It made one hundred and fifty-three million, mm. which I'm guessing is not. I don't. It's either under or very very close to hitting net like break even how well how well did the harry potter movies do in general they yeah didn't, they didn't go to the billions though right no but i think like the the last two or something you know mm. the, the 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 two parter yeah it's a major bang well cuz people want to see the the conclusion yeah. right yeah. so i would say it was like domestically probably in like 750 mil or something. Well, well, maybe the flip side is it it did better internationally, right? Yeah. Like, for us, Americans, even though it's America-centric, right? So, yeah, maybe, like, in the UK or something, where J.K. Rowling's home, you know. Where nine and three quarters is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, like, there's a lot, I mean, there's a very strong Harry Potter fan base in the U.S., and it didn't seem like they really rallied around this movie. They are getting older, though. That that, that that group that group is now a bunch of early late 
early 20s. Yeah, so, exactly. So maybe they're like... Uh, okay, now we're getting into the 20s, yeah. which is these... If you're a high budget, if you were a high budget movie, chances are you didn't make you didn't make enough money. You are the you, possible job losers. Yeah, <laughs> and the first one is Ready Player One. I, I went to the theater and I watched it and I, and I bought it again. And people said it was a good movie. It was pretty good. It's not a bad movie. Yeah, I, it's just you can see the production value. It's it's a high budget movie. Oh yeah, no, it's so it's like it's gotta. I mean, to to make break even or make money, it's got to go up into the, at least, the, you know, like in the teens or top 10, right, for grossing yeah. movies. To see it at 21 is pretty bad. Yeah. Considering, and it's also a summer movie, too. It was. I liked it. I can't say I loved it when I watched it. A part of it, it was just the 80s appeal, right? Yeah. Just seeing your entire childhood on screen was cool. But there was something about it where you're like, I want more. You know, like, did, did you see it? No, I was gonna, I was gonna watch it over the holidays. It's like, you, it, it, there's something about it, like, you like it, the nostalgia's awesome, everything CGI awesome, but it's like, I want more. You know, like, there, there's something, you, you, you get that feel sometimes, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you come out, and it's like, and when you say, and then when you walk out, you're like, people you say, like so it? what you, it's like, what, you know, when, when people ask you, it's like, how, how do you like it? And you're like, eh. Yeah, it's eh. like. And it's like, Wait, is it bad? It's like, no. It's like, eh. six or seven, you'll watch did you, it. Like, did you, you enjoy watching it? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, it's not something where there's a thing that sticks in your brain that, yeah. like, like that, that thing that just hits you over the over the head, yeah. right? Like, in, in the way that, like, Infinity War, like, you wanted to see it again and again and again. Yeah, and then there's, like, so many, like, iconic yeah. things that there's, like, it just... It's it it sticks out in your mind. It's like the oh, remember when the thing he does the thing and yeah. all that stuff and oh, and they're tag team, you know, like they were yes. teaming up and oh, and so like I can tell you exactly. Yeah, and when you go when you watch Ray Pair, you're like oh, it's cool. And you then know, like, it's like and somebody tells you it's like oh, you remember the, the, the thing? And then you're like oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, <laughs> right. The it's thing, not, yeah, it, it drags. It's good. I don't know. You, you you'll see when okay. when. You, you'll like it. You'll probably give it like a six or seven. Like I gave it like a six or seven. So yeah, that made me kind of wonder because like I'm looking at a lot of these guys, a lot of these summer movies that never really did well, and I'm wondering if it's just they just got beaten to shit by Disney and their, you know, they basically unleashed like three Marvel movie, like well two and a half Marvel movies and a Pixar movie. And you know what I mean, and then the Star Wars, and then you know, just sprinkled a Star Wars movie on top of that, yeah. And they just mauled everybody, definitely. So it's like, you know, when you walk in, it's like, like, hmm, Infinity War, Ready Player One, hmm. or Ant Man and the Wasp. Even Ant Man and the Wasp did well, and that yeah. was supposed to be that. That's like their B team, right? Well, Black Panther too, right? Black Panther is like, like he's the their B squad guys, well, right? That, well, that one came out of nowhere to be completely yeah. successful. Like, just, yeah, no, but that's like their their B team stuff, like yeah. outperform these guys' A game, right? Yeah. Well, plus you're thinking Spielberg and everything, right? Yeah, exactly. And this is one that's like everybody was anticipating because the book was so popular, and everybody wanted to see those iconic, nostalgic things up on the big screen. And then when it came up, it was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, you don't want the response to be meh. I mean, you like, want oh, to be yeah, like, well, it's, Whoa. it's like, oh yeah, look the, giant, the Iron Giant or whatever. It's like, yeah. oh, Iron Giant's out there, or the DeLorean. There's a yeah. DeLorean. Woo. Yeah. Not like, holy shit. <laughs> I, well, maybe 
I mean, part of it maybe like all the surprises were gone too. Maybe, oh, maybe the trailers. Even, maybe the trailers showed a little bit too maybe. much. I mean, it's like all those all those Easter eggs were were kind of they're just was, given away. Yeah, they're given away already. You already yeah. knew it was coming, and it is just Easter eggs because you they they'll show up and then that's it. It's gone. Yeah. We'll see. But now now Marvel is doing some interesting things, right? Where they're actually misinforming you. Yeah. Right? When when. Like Infinity War, when you're like, oh, there's Hulk running with them. It's like, that never happened. Or yeah. when when she grabbed the thing from Thor, it never happened. Yeah. You know, That's interesting when they do the misinformation. Yeah, when they situation. when they actually film extra footage just yeah. to put in the trailer. Yeah. So you don't get spoiled. Yeah. Uh, number 21 on the list, I would say pretty, you know, pretty certain fil- that's, that's a failure mm. right there. One of the biggest failures, I think, was... A Disney movie? Can you guess it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of a Disney movie that would be a fail. Well, just just for you not realizing, it, then it kind of proves that it's a failure too. Yeah. Well, try, try give me a full on Disney property. It's a reboot or a reimagining. It's kind of like a Pirates of the Caribbean type thing, isn't it? <laughs> okay, tell me. It's a Wrinkle in Time. Oh God, that looked like hot garbage. I don't but know, like, a, but that was a Disney property. Yeah, you're right. And it had an all-star cast. I think part of it is Oprah. I don't know. I, I did not that that had zero appeal to me whatsoever. Like, but that's a it's a it's a classic Disney property. Yes, I mean it belonged to Disney from day one. Yes, right. Yeah, they made it into a. I think it was a TV movie. They had something. many incarnations. Yeah, many incarnations. Time. Yeah, but this one came in with a lot of flair. A lot of money was thrown behind it. They advertise the crap out of it. Some of it, I think, is they over diversified. Oh, because it's all it's like a colored cast or something. Yeah, I mean, they went Mindy Kaling, they went Oprah. They, I mean, these and these are heavy hitting people, but like put in a Beyonce and put in a you know like a younger, hipper type Ariana Grande. I don't know, you know, maybe they'll want to see it, but I. I had zero interest whatsoever. I mean... This this movie came in at 27. And they spent a lot of money, I know. Because it was very cinematic and... I'm going to let you guess like how much money this, this movie made. $94 million. Pretty close. <laughs> Barely made $100 million. Yeah. And the, that return on it. 100.48. Maybe that's an old show. I mean, maybe... But there was others that they did. Like, wasn't it Journey, Journey to the Center of the Earth was one? But part of that, it was because of The Rock, though, right? That supported it. Okay. That movie must have... That, okay, I just thought of a movie that probably disappointed, too. Is that Skyscraper shit. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get okay, to it. Okay, there you we'll go. See, we'll I don't... We'll get to it. Remember now, Rock Burnout. Remember what I said? Rock had too many shows up on... Right. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, let's wrap up this wrinkle. Let's yeah. wrap up wrinkle in time, and then we'll yeah. move on. I mean, I'm sure Disney isn't licking their wounds on this. Like they got they got cash. Well, sometimes they got to take an L here and there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like not everyone's gonna, not everything's gonna be a home run. I mean, yeah. they did pretty well this year. They've made all their money, plus then some, plus they're making their Disneyland into whatever, and they're yeah, their 2019 lineup looks. Ridiculous. Yeah, there, there's no, there's no sadness on Disney's yeah, part. Man. It's the la- it's it's the Infinity Endgame for 2019, yeah. and it's going to wrap up Captain Marvel, and they're going to wrap up with Episode Nine, yeah. the last of the Skywalker saga, yeah. Star Wars. And they're gearing up to launch their online services too, right? 
Yeah, their streaming service. So, if they take a few hundred, a few hundred million dollar losses, they're going to be like, whatever. Yeah, they're not crying. <laughs> they're going to roll so. up. Yeah. Okay, so you already you already uh, <laughs> preluded this, or you, you you hinted at this. Yeah. The rock, the idea of rock burnout. Yeah. So we have. Rocks in everything. TV yep. shows. The Titan Games. Titan Games. He's producing. He's yeah. acting. Yeah. He's, he's in more than one movie. Yeah. Like, in a year and stuff like that. Yeah. Can you name the two movies he made this year? Rampage and Skyscraper. Okay, now guess where they ended up. I think Skyscraper did better in, in Asia, because that was a Asian, that was a more Asian-centric movie. Oh, well, the, the tower was in Asia or something. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I'd say it made, like... Fifty million dollars, <laughs> and I think Rampage made less than that. How about that? <laughs> oh, you think so? So you're wrong. <laughs> Rampage did better than Skyscraper. Okay. Rampage ended up at twenty nine. Wow. Guess where Skyscraper ended? Damn. Fourteen million dollars. No, no. What were they re- were it ranked? Less than the number of floors than the building. Forty third. So Rampage was twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Skyscraper was number 40. 40th top grossing movie. Rock gotta be more judicious to what he picks, man. That's all I'm saying. It was a slaughter. I wanted to see it, though. Because I was about to buy it, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad, but you can't even you can't even search for it. I mean, I, I was only gonna buy it if it was like a $5 movie. But, you know, when it, when it was like $10, you're like, ooh, that's too rich for my blood. I'm going to pull the list up again. I'm going to list some movies that are above and below. Okay. Uh, was it Skyscraper? Did I yeah. say Skyscraper? Yeah. Okay. Shit, I bet that movie, that the one about Dick Cheney is probably doing better than Skyscraper. Mm. Did you want to see that Mortal Engines movie? I heard it. I heard it wasn't that the reviews were not good. Oh, it looks interesting. It looks interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know how to, what to make of it. It's from Peter Jackson. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just rehashing um, Lord of the Rings with different people. I don't know. But I just like the idea that he vilifies uh, the UK. Because the, the moving city is called London. Oh, yeah. How do we to... Uh... But he's, he's, he's a New Zealander, right? Is he a Kiwi? Yeah, probably. Let's go down the list. I bet Ruth Bader... Ginsburg's biopic did better than Skyscraper. <laughs> wow. We can't go down that far down the list. I know, it's like, it just like does not compute. It didn't let me in. Who who wants to even know? <laughs> okay, here we go. Skyscraper. Oh, it was a little bit more, they were a little bit more um, generous. They made it, they made it 41. So, uh, Skyscraper beat Insidious, The Last Key. Wow. Instant Family, Blockers. Oh, this was one that kind of bombed. Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, yeah. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider was 46. Tomb Raider? Oh, yeah, that's right. Alicia Vikander. Yeah. I did like Pacific Rim, though. That was, yeah. I saw it in the theater. It lost to The House with a Clock in Its Walls. That's the um, Jack Black movie. Yeah, that's Jack Black. Is that a kid movie? Yeah. Oh. Book Club. The first Purge. Those Purge movies are living forever, though. Yeah, I mean it's cheap. It's a you know it's cheap to make and it's gonna it's gonna break. You. I mean it makes it it pays for itself. Yeah. Game night, night school, and Mary Poppins returns. That just came out, though, right? Mary yeah, Poppins that just came out. Yeah. So that just came out 
Mary Poppins Return came out December 19th. It's already beaten Skyscraper. It's probably going to make a lot more money. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse beat Skyscraper. <laughs> that was good, man. That show is worthwhile. Smallfoot, I can only imagine. Fifty Shades Freed. Oh, all those old ladies didn't watch the show anymore. Yeah, it was bad. So Did you watch it? No. Oh, I thought I thought we were getting on to something. No, no, I was I was listening to like uh, some some like um like some reviews and stuff. So, yeah, that was that was a thing. So so I pulled I pulled those two mm-hmm. and it's because I believe The Rock is already listed to be in two more movies next year. I want to say he's in a superhero movie. Black Adam? No, Shazam. He, was, he wasn't in Shazam. It wasn't Shazam that I was looking at. It was something else. But he was not going to be the main guy. Because I thought, well, Shazam comes out next year, right? Yeah, Shazam comes out next year. Oh, because I thought he was Black Adam, though. Yeah, that's what I heard. But he's not. He's not a headliner. He's, yeah, Jumanji three. Oh, Big Trouble in Little in Little China. What? He's gonna do the remake? Holy shit, he's gonna be... Oh, no, I take that back. He's gonna, there, It's rumored he's gonna be Jack Burton. He can't be Jack Burton, because Jack Burton was, like, kind of an everyman, right? Yeah. Like, he... Kurt Russell wasn't, like, a buffed-up dude. Oh, yeah, and then they, they still they still have him tagged as Black Adam. But mm. they're thinking... I think it's gonna be a Black Adam movie. A standalone? A standalone. Oh. San Andreas 2. <laughs> Seriously, they're gonna destroy more of California. He should just make another. Oh, payoff. oh, you know what? He's doing the spinoff. He's doing the Fast and Furious spinoff next year. Oh, and Shaw, and then the Jumanji sequel. What? There really is another Jumanji? Yeah. Oh no! Good for Hawaii. Bad for movies. So before you know, and, and I've I've heard like film reviewers talk about it. Like before getting The Rock on. To star in your movie, it was almost like printing money already at that point, mm-hmm. right? Not so much anymore. Well, you, but you saw the same kind of issue with Schwarzenegger, with Stallone, right? There was there was a shelf life that they went through. They they got older faster, though. So well, they started older. That's why. Yeah. So the Rock, the backlash with the Rock is just that he's picking shitty movies. That's my that's my opinion. Mm. He's picking known commodities. Essentially, he's dictating, like, I'm going to make $20 million. Like, you're paying me $20 million. So, he's going to make $20 million, right? Versus, like, uh, like, if you did something like, you know, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean when it first came out and Johnny Depp, I think he got back-end money. Like, because he wasn't, that, that show is never assured of anything, right, when it first came out. Well, the same thing with um, Robert Downey Jr. Remember, his, yeah. his contract was... He wasn't guaranteed any money. Yeah. It was basically... The back-end. Yeah. The only, the only way they kind of... The only way they could have got him to do it is like, look, we'll give you a cut of the of the revenue. Well, cause he, yeah, see, so it, it's kind of like The Rock is like, I dictate twenty million dollars right now versus him going, it's a good movie. I'm gonna stake my finances on the fact that it's gonna be successful. That's you gotta hit while the iron's hot, right? That's that's the that's always a take home message. But now is the, the here's my qu- that's the question is yeah. like, is the iron hot anymore? Well, it's cool. Uh, to me, it's cooling off, right? To me, is it cooling off or is it already cold? Nah, if, if he comes up with the Rock, is when it when when it comes to the Rock, he's a, he's already a cartoon character. Like he's not even a human, <laughs> right? We can yeah. say because anytime he goes up against somebody else, 
he's already bigger than that dude, right? Unless it's he's fighting robots, right? I mean, that's it's it's almost like I think in some respects for him to have a career turn now, he has to become the villain. I think when he becomes like oh, the, like like how um, Travolta. Yeah, I think because when when you re, which is funny because he was he started off as the villain. It wasn't wasn't it the Mummy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Scorpion I, King and then and then they turned the Scorpion King into the hero. Yeah. The, and that yeah. was the turn and then that became the turn, right? Yeah. But I think he needs to become the villain because it's or he has to be like a good guy gone bad or something. You know, like there there's gotta be some type of twist to him now instead of him being the charismatic leader of everything. Cause now he became he's actually became like he's become like the like Superman. Like you know like how Superman is just like he was so two-dimensional, di- two right? Mm. I mean, it's just basically he he couldn't be stopped. He was unstoppable, and he's a goody-goody. Yeah. Right? Is, isn't that what it is? Yeah. I mean, basically... I mean, even... You gotta think, even Skyscraper, what are you gonna do to Rock? Give him a disability. Right? I mean, you have to cripple him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Took like, away his leg. He yeah. Took away his leg. See, so... I mean, and then, then, but then you watch the freaking trailer, and then he's swinging by yeah. that peg leg, and he's like... He uses his peg leg as a weapon yeah. and club and shit. See, so, so it's like... Then becomes like... Okay, now it's stupid. <laughs> See, so I mean, for me, like, his turn has to become a villain. He has to be, like, a really good villain or, you know, just... Mm. This is the chink in the armor already at this point, This like, this this past year. And the big question is, like, how is he going to recover or how is he going to come back from this? Well, he just has to play against type at this point. So that, in, in some respects, Jumanji was successful because he was the skinny kid, right? So it's, oh, don't cry, don't cry. You know, that was funny. But, but then, it's like when you watch the movie. I mean, even though he's the main guy, yeah, he had a good cast along with him. Oh yeah, it was no. like Jack Black was. Jack, that was one of the. That was the best I've seen Jack Black in a long time. He he was a scene stealer, like how he was kind of like in Tropic Thunder, right? Yeah. Like how like he's acting like a girl. That's funny. Like if The Rock played a girl now as effectively as Jack Black, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Ke- he, and of course, and then Kevin Hart. Yeah. Kevin Hart's, Kevin Hart, like, still can bring it. But even you see Kevin Hart, his movies are not that successful either. Well, it's, he's, he's, again, like like you said with him, he's, he's the type, he's yeah. got, he's gotten the typecast, right? So it's the same guy over and over. It's like, um, like Adam, uh. Sandler? Kevin Sandler? Yeah. Like, all, like all yeah, those. Yeah, Adam Sandler, like, you know, it's like all those Adam Sandler movies is pretty yeah. much. He's the same guy. Same guy, right? Like, yeah. You know, like, they Happy gotta Gilmore play, yeah. and then, you know what I mean? Billy like, Madison. They all gotta play, they, they all ultimately have to play against type to kind of reinvent themselves. Will Ferrell, and, Will Ferrell, yeah. you saw that with Will Ferrell. Do you want to see that movie? That Holmes, I don't know what the hell that was about. Oh, Holmes and, uh. Holmes and Watson. Holmes and Watson. It's basically stepbrothers and, and stuff in like, and, but with, now with, they're. With the Robert Dowdy part, like, oh, fight, fist, fist to the point. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm not feeling that either. Yeah, I mean that's what the third the third movie Will Ferrell was with. Oh, what's his name? Well, Talladega Step Brothers and this one, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, what wasn't was he inside that um the Blades of Fury? Well, that was Owen mm, Wilson. No, who? No, was, it was um John Heater. Oh, it was John Heater with with Chaz Michael Michaels with Will Ferrell? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you see, it's like as soon as that happened, the the typecast like fell. They disappeared. You don't see them. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like Will Ferrell's still trying to make a comeback with this, but you know, before that, I mean, like 
he's, well, he's, he, he tried to, like, serious, and people still think he's funny, right? That's, that's what's hard, too, right? Yeah. I mean, he did the, the, when he did the, what's his name? When he did the newscaster. Oh, Ron Burgundy. Yeah, the Ron Anchorman. Burgundy, yeah. Yeah. That was, I think that was his, that was the peak, right? He peaked at that point. Possibly. Talladega's pretty funny, too. Kinda. Well, uh, I mean, but they, but they but did, yeah, they did they, Ron Burgundy, too, after that. Yeah. Anchorman. Anchorman, too, right? <laughs> There you go. That's you gotta think a guy like Tom Cruise. People vilify Tom Cruise, but but because he's judicious with the roles that he takes, when he does Mission Impossible, people are like, "Ooh, Mission Impossible!" Right? I'll give you another example that's even weirder: is um, Keanu Reeves. People make fun of Keanu Reeves' acting and his. They make fun of all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but they still go out and watch his movies. Like that that um, what you call it? That uh, John Wick. Mm-hmm. People love John Wick. I like John Wick because it's kind of like The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Kill here. You give Keanu Reeves credit because he kind of picks different movies. Like he may act the same, <laughs> but he's in different. At least he's in different movies. He's so. trying it, but he still sounds yeah. and looks yeah. the same. I mean, well, are, aren't they gonna? Were they supposed <laughs> to do Bill and Ted? They're trying to yeah, resurrect gonna, Bill and Ted. Right? Yeah. So I think it's now it's gonna be Bill and Ted's daughter. Oh. I don't know. It's like something like that. Yeah. But they're in the movie. See, but no, but like with with Keanu, he always acts dim or something. But at least they're different. Like the the Matrix was different than anything we'd seen. John Wick is kind of different than anything we've seen too, right? But at least he's trying to do different things. Yeah. I mean, he may act the same again, but but like The Rock is like, oh, I'm an action hero. I'm a movie star. Well, I think I think there's pacing on it too. It's like. Rock kind of, like, when he does, like, he goes all in for everything, right? So yeah. it's like he'll grab every role that he can possibly fit. Yeah. Whereas, but, like, for Tom Cruise and and Keanu Reeves and those guys, they kind of pace themselves, right? It's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do this, and then yeah. I'm going to, you know, then I'm not going to do any movies next year, and I'm yeah. going to do something, like, a year later. See, that's what's, to me, that's what's smart. You kind of... Kind like, of leave them wanting more kind yeah, of thing, so right? Yeah, always leave them wanting more. Yeah. You know, you kind of, you know, like you said, like, is the iron cold? It's like, well, if if Rock was to step away for two years and comes back, we, we're going to see, like, did he come back well, or did he come back, like, garbage, right? That's... But I don't think that's going to be for him. That, that's not his style, so... Yeah, I, I think I, he just, he just wants to grind. I, yeah. I, which which you can't you, you can't disrespect the work ethic. No, no, you can't you can't. But I think that's against his nature. So yeah. you're not going to see that. So basically, he's going to keep playing stuff until until the well is dry and yeah. the the offers don't come. To I guess anyone. I guess that's what's hard, right? Because you don't like. I guess maybe if you get success later in life, you don't know when it would end. Yeah. Right. So you're gonna just hit until you just milk it for all it's worth. Yeah. Hard. And. And then when and then when when everything's said and done, you like you'll see. Like, and you can look back. Yeah, right? you can look back, and it's like I did all I can. And yeah, and you go like, yeah, I took a few lumps. I, I, you know, it sucked, but I still made twenty million for that movie. Or yeah, whatever, exactly. You know? But I mean, and uh, I don't know if it's the fear that drives him or the determination or whatever it is. I'm sure with a lot of people <clears throat> who are successful in life, I fear is a driving for fear or failure. Right? I mean, mm. failure. I mean. What's that? What they call it? FOMO? Yeah. Well, that's fear of missing out. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean, but like not taking the yeah. opportunities, you might miss out. Yeah. Well, see, on I the mean. Next, on the next gold mine, right? See, I mean, I guess maybe that's what it is with The Rock, because he's taking these large franchise names and he's thinking, I can blow it up. 
Yeah, so that's why we get the Jumanji 2. Yeah. But we're not going to get a Skyscraper 2. I hope not. I mean, I'm sure they're hoping that it was going to be like the next Die Hard, but you know what? Die Hard is Die Hard. If they try to recreate Die Hard, it can't be The Rock either, because John McClane was even more normal than Jack Burton. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So So I think that's part of the issue with these shows, is that you want these guys to be normal. We all know Tom Cruise is extraordinarily... I don't know what you want to call it, but but he's not he's not imposing physically, physically imposing. He's yeah. like only like he's barely five six or something. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like he's not even yeah. He's so, I mean, tiny. Yeah. So sometimes you just want like when you watch your action heroes now, before you wanted them as big as possible. Now you want them back to be small again, <laughs> but not too small like Kevin Hart. So that's our movies, and so let's just wrap that up, and then that's our movies for 2018. Well, you you know what movie was a surprise to me that I sure. just saw? Okay. The Greatest Showman. Wow, okay. I thoroughly enjoyed that show. That did number, did that do well? And, uh, oh, you know, that's the reason why it didn't show up, it was a 2017 movie. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know it was a 2017 movie. Okay. I'll be watching this year. Yeah. It's a 2017. Did it do good in 17? Uh, don't know. Let me see. Let me box office mojo this fucker. Uh, everybody, everybody said good. Unfortunately, you're going to hear more and more of those songs as time goes by. I'm trying to avoid it as much as so. It made $435 million, so Whoa. It did good. <laughs> That's a monster. <laughs> yeah, it did very well. Except the soundtrack is good, except now people like to sing it. Sorry, it made 173 domestic, mm. foreign, it made 260, so it was like 434 mm. worldwide. So 174, that will probably have made it like uh, in the teens, mm. between 10 and 20. Sure. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think it would be a top, I don't think it would made a top, top 10. Yeah, no. But given the, the production value and all that stuff, I think it probably made money. Yeah. But no, didn't make 2018. Mm. Sorry. Yours a year off. <laughs> uh, I'm, a late, I'm a late adopter to things. Okay? <laughs> K-pop, the greatest showman. Yeah. Unfortunately, the way I had it structured, I it's gonna end on a down note. We're gonna look at the people that we lost for 2018. Boy, what a what a star-studded cast it was. Yes. One that was just recent, or not too long. Ago, I guess not too long ago was Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. Yeah. Even more recent was Stan Lee. Comet, the the man who brought you know brought the I think it was the Silver Age in comics. And his his cameo in Spider Man, sad. I think they said that he has two more cameos left. At least I think they said that three or four. How the hell do we know? Could li- he could live forever in cartoons, but different yeah, than and voice. Then, and he was always a guy that kind of like he understood that he was not to be taken seriously. Mm. So he would make fun of him. I mean, he would he he was he didn't have the ego to not worry, you know, not get upset yeah. about making fun of himself. Yeah. So like I've I've heard him in like doing voiceovers for he did a voice he did voiceovers for Robot Chicken, mm. like making fun of himself. I think it was like they made they made him be a like a crazy old nutbag at a at a at a old folks home and <laughs> and one as a an old senile pervert <laughs> opposite uh, opposite uh, barb uh, barbed wire Pat yeah Anderson. Pat Anderson yeah. so they did like a they did like a spoof stuff about superheroes and then they had Pam Anderson and Stan Lee and Stan Lee was always trying to like motorboat <laughs> try, always trying to motorboat Pam Anderson's boobs or something <laughs> when they're doing it that's funny still one of my favorite skits 
Hmm. Uh, we lost Burt Reynolds. Yeah. I heard there was a movie about him that was good. He did something recent, recent. Yeah. But, I, like, it was weird because he's, like, you seen him, I think I saw him in, like, a movie or TV show. He looked all right. And then his health just dive like like towards the end of when like as he when he made an appearance on a on a talk show you see him he looked he didn't look good at all well that's the best way to go man i'd rather have a very steep cliff than a long protracted decline yeah (laughs) and then there's some other minor ones but i kind of put it in put it in is because they were kind of our childhood Mm -hmm. um charlotte ray was Mm. uh from facts of life the the she was the me the the, the, the head mistress head mistress right <laughs> she was the yeah the principal lady right? yeah, yeah yeah we lost Vern Troyer this year mini me yeah I I thought he died a long time ago unfortunately <laughs> well he's been in and out of rehab for like the longest time and it's like just mm. his addiction right was he an alcoholic or something Yo, yeah so his health was always you know you always see him and it's like his he always was struggling with his health. Well, he was. It seemed like he was burdened by the fame. Burdened by the fame, and I think also probably I think his own like that his disabilities, you know, being you know small, small and like he had to use a wheelchair sometimes mm. because his limbs couldn't just you know he just can't do things normal people did, mm. and I think it really that was a huge burden on him. Mm. So it was like he took to drugs and alcohol or whatever. Well, see, I think I think his fame expedited some of that too though. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, if, well, if, yeah, because then it became available to him. He can have yeah. it, you know, he could he whenever he felt like having a drink, he could do it. Cuz he could party with all the hot chicks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coke out. There was another one that was kind of relatively This one was more for my childhood was Margot Kidder. Uh, she was Lois Lane in all the Superman movies, the mm. old old uh, Christopher Reeve mm. Superman movies. So there were some of those people, and a lot of these people have died from like either disease or old age mm. or what have you. And then I kind of put a small list because this kind of brought something to the forefront. And another thing that I found, like looking at 2018, mm. is the increase in suicide rate. I think there says like su- the rate of suicide went up like 30 something percent. Mm-hmm. For this past year, or something like that, or even more, mm-hmm. and we lost a lot of uh, celebrities from either suicide or drug overdose. Mm. And these are not small celebrities; these are like major celebrities. Yeah. So, like one of them was uh, the biggest one, probably is Anthony Bourdain. That was yeah. That was this year in the fashion in the fashion world. Kate Spade, yeah, which was like David Spade's sister-in-law, yeah. A lot of uh, musicians, which, you know, it seems to be, like, a very... That's that's a prominent, you know, way for mm. musicians to die is through either drugs or mm. or suicide. What was, how do you pronounce it? Avicii? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Avicii. Yeah. Avicii. Uh, Mac Miller was yeah. a prominent suicide... Rapper. Su- rapper. And then uh, this was from our... From more our our child not our childhood but from our days like Dolores or Oriodin um, from the cranberries yeah so like I think she she drug overdosed that I'm not yeah she's older though yeah she's older that's why but as I say this was more for our generation yeah not for the newer ones yeah and it's you know I just brought it up because it's it's a unfortunately it's a it's a very depressing topic but it's a very um, oh don't forget Chester Bennington oh yeah 
I had a bu- there was a bunch. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't. I if we listed all, if I listed all of them, it would have took. It would have been a whole. It would be a whole yeah. podcast by itself. But it's a it's a depressing topic, but it's a very um, relevant topic because of the increase in suicides and. And well, there's a whole song from Logic, right? That they had the suicide prevention hotline number, that 1-800-something. Mm. That was important. They, they always talk about mental illness, right? Yeah. I think now it's become... The word is not fashionable, but it's it's become more prevalent. It's not like not a sure, not taboo sure. thing. Yeah, and we're not sure if it's if it's been there all this time and just people are, not, are, are just speaking out about it or if it's because just, you know, it's it's... Accepted that nowadays people have. It seems like people are under more stress than ever before. Whether it's whether it's because of work or financial or what have you. Well, the world the world is hard, right? The world is difficult. Yeah. But I think before there was a stigma attached to it that there was a level of weakness, right? Mm. When when they talked about mental illness, because it's not like something physical. Like I'm like if if you're like I'm sick. And they're going to be like, how sick are you? Like, oh, I'm depressed. They're going to be like, deal with it, right? I mean, a lot of times. And especially for, like, these celebrities who people are saying, you know, they don't get as much sympathy when they have this kind of depression. It's like, what are you, you know, they, you know, people say, like, why are you depressed? You have fucking ton, you have money over, hand over fist. You can basically bang any girl that you want Mm. or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like, and they're saying, it's like, what do you have, what what in your life is what reason do you have to be depressed mm. and then people and you know now is the people who are depressed they're just depressed see what's up like a lot of those guys that we talked about they had demons, demons yeah. and, and they had personal issues and they had previous drug issues like Anthony Bourdain was like a thorough heroin user right when yeah. in his younger age and whether it is it helped them to become famous or not because a lot of the a lot of times it's like people who are famous is because they're eccent- they can because of their eccentricities yeah, and sometimes i mean the addictiveness manifests itself differently so before guys that like i am addicted to cocaine now you're addicted to success now you're addicted to money that that's what drives you not just you know the level of like, addiction and, and then yeah and then like you know like any any career like you you plateau or peak and then they can't handle mm. losing that success well because at some point you've reached the highest point of your career there is nowhere to go and but you, down yeah <laughs> and it starts going down and now they don't know they can't they don't have the, the machination or they don't have the the, the skill set or the tools to yeah. to handle that you know it's like on it's like having your entourage right it's like all yeah. of a sudden he's like you have People around you telling you how awesome or amazing you are, and yeah. then once once your fame disappears and all those guys are gone, it's like you don't have that support anymore, yeah. right? Your fake support or yeah, whatever. Your, your fake support or your hangers yeah. on and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Your yes man. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was contemplating including that, like bringing this up in the pot in the podcast, but I think it's a very serious thing and a very important thing to talk about. It shouldn't be ignored and oh yeah so that's how that's that's what i wanted to bring whoever is listening and what and whoever is listening or paying attention if you know please if you know somebody who needs help get them the help they need or if you need help go find get help (laughs) don't do drugs don't do drugs yeah i think as as the new year closes and 
you know, like... We know, we think of all that good... There's a lot of great things and a lot of amazing things that we, we have throughout the year, but, you know, we have to understand and accept that, you know, that there are bad... You know, there was a bunch of bad shit that happened, and mm. we have to acknowledge that, too. Oh, yeah. Looking into 2019, what are you looking forward to in 2019? I intend to travel. I, I, I know that for a fact. Oh, did you get your passport? Is it Yes. Done? The passport is completed. I have my passport. Ready to go. No, I am. I think for me, I think for for my mental health, yes, I need to travel. That The world's getting small in Hawaii. That, well, the world is already small in Hawaii. Yeah. So I think for me, for my personal growth and well-being, I'm going to travel this year. All right. Make it a point to kind of, not necessarily take better care of myself, but to... to Take care of myself, I guess, at this point. There, there's been times where, you know, you, you neglect yourself for others. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I think this year, I, I, that's what I gotta do. I mean, that's, that's something I'm looking forward to doing. Some new experiences, different stuff. Yeah, what, what do you, what do you think about doing this year? Uh, next year, next year. I am looking forward to some new opportunities for myself. I think I don't want to just be a Monday through Friday, punch the clock worker anymore. I Nobody wanna, does. Yeah. I, wanna <laughs> do, I mean, and I think it's time to kind of take my whatever free time I have or whatever hobby time I have and then mm-hmm. make it work for me instead. So I think I, I've told you this uh, last time we talked, uh, last time we hung out is uh, I started a Twitch channel. Mm. So I'm starting to stream. Mm-hmm. So I do... I do about five shows a five shows a week, hmm. like about between two to three hours per session, and you know, it's kind of try to grow my community there, grow a community there, and then maybe find a way to integrate it between all the different things that you know, all the different things that we do. So you know, cross my my Twitch channel or my my channel with Palhana with something else maybe that comes down the road or. What have you, and then you know, is basically build build the brand, mm-hmm. and I and we've we, me and you discussed about some about the future for our podcast. What you know, what we're gonna what we're gonna do and change and add more stuff like that. And I'm starting to get to work on some of that stuff, mm. like finally you know finally getting a logo and some stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then things that we can we can put like showcase on our social media and and stuff like that so that i mean like it's gonna be it's gonna be more work for for me um but it's something that i enjoy doing so i'm gonna try to you know i'm gonna try to do it and be all in on for it so hopefully because you know hopefully it'll pay off or maybe it won't (laughs) <laughs> you know, at that point, I guess the question the question becomes like, what what do you want to like? What what would a payoff be for you? Well, I mean, just we want to see it. Yeah, we want to see it flourish. I mean, when we first started doing this, there was no, you know, we had no presumption. We had no, we had no presumption that this was gonna. We weren't gonna make money off of this. There, nothing like that. It was just something mm. that we wanted to do. Yeah. And it was something that, you know, and if, if, we, if it wasn't for this podcast, 
God knows how often I get to hang out with you. Yeah. Right? Well, part of it is the social aspect. It's a social aspect. You know, we get to catch up and talk about shit and and things like that. It's the same thing with my softball team, right? It's like my friends. If I don't have the softball team and don't play at the league, I I don't know when I see them. They, You know, I got friends who are married and have kids and stuff like that. They got their own families and they got their own business too. Mm. If I don't have that, then... Who knows when I'm going to see them. Yeah. Maybe I'm lucky I see them once a year. Maybe yeah. even less than that. So I was like, with this podcast, I mean, like, even if we do get bogged down with work and stuff like that, we'll probably end up seeing each other at least once a month. At the minimum. At yeah. the very minimum. Usually we we hope to be more often than that, at least twice, at least every yeah. other week. Yeah. But it's that. It's like there was no dollar signs in our freaking floating over our heads when we were coming up with that. In fact, I yeah. think I think it costs us more to produce this thing than to than, to, than, than we're getting in return. Yeah, it, it, it is. <laughs> this, yeah. This, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're in the hole. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna be and uh, and the stuff that I have coming up, <laughs> up over the horizon. It's probably gonna put me more in the hole, but you know, it's a it's a labor of love. I I enjoy doing it. Yeah. So well, I mean, most most activities you do anyway will cost you. Yeah. Money. I mean, whatever, like golfing, my, tennis, whatever. I'm softball. hoping, like, with my <clears throat> channel and my all that stuff, like the dream would be it's becomes self sufficient. It pays for itself. Yeah. I'm not gonna make a profit over it, but I'm not gonna. I don't have to delve into the bank to you know have to dig into my savings in order to pay for it. Yeah. That's that's the goal. If I can hit that, great. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. True. We wouldn't be happier. Agreed. In a, yeah. Anything else of that is just gravy. Yeah. Actually. So, we'll see. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll see a new revamped, re-energized Pauhana this, this year. Or... Maybe. Or more integrated, <laughs> or more integrated, more... You know what I mean? It's like, we can think about doing more... Like, if I do integrate my streaming and stuff like that we'll get more multimedia so we'll get video mm. live cast and things like that and we have the tools for it now I mean you can just do live broadcast on Instagram or something mm. whatever stuff like that so true fun stuff well it's stuff to look forward to in the upcoming year right I mean, yeah it's... well I mean and I mean talk about entertainment I mean like we already talked about like all the movies that were that's coming up in 2019 well I think like you said I we're we're not. I think we're kind of getting to that age where we we're not looking toward just being complacent, right? Mm-hmm. We kind of want to do stuff we enjoy with the people we enjoy. Well, right? yeah, I mean, I mean like at, at, because this is at this point, this is the age to do it. Well, life is too short. This it's, is it's too short, fun. and oh, yeah. life is too short, and we're fairly established in our in our occupations and stuff like that so we're not broke like college yeah so we have the means to go do what we want to do yeah and we're still have enough health (laughs) that we can do it without killing ourselves yeah so this is about where this is the time where you get to do it this is the sweet spot if you wait too long you know who knows what our health will be yeah and i might you know it's like i don't know cancer heart disease fucking diabetes the way yeah. we eat diabetes. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> Closer to truth than 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 we'd like to admit. Yeah. <laughs> True. 
But at the same time, you know, it's like when we were younger, when we still when we were younger, maybe we didn't have the finances. Like we can't afford a yeah five thousand three thousand dollar or you know three thousand dollar or five thousand dollar trip because mm. that's not within our means. Mm. We can't. We couldn't take. We couldn't take a week and a half off. Or, mm. You know, we, we can't be away from work for more than yeah five days or something like that. True. So. That's probably why, you know, like the things that we talk about and, and the things that we're going to do, it's because we're in the position to do it mm. now and we're capable of doing it now. Well, I think we're in, and, and we're in that frame of mind now. Well, yeah, and we don't have ties, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't hurt either. <laughs> <laughs> we are capable. Yeah. We don't have, we don't have no. anything, leave, you know, we don't have anything tying us. We're not committed to yeah. any person so you know if you want to do you got to do that before that that changes if it if it ever does yeah so from Palhana to I don't know the four of you listening <laughs> four or five four or five hopefully maybe, hopefully maybe people listen. have a have a happy new year have a safe new year do not record yourself doing donuts on the fucking freeway like last year, oh. you idiots, <laughs> yeah. and and you know, and keep make sure protect your digits, dude. I mean, don't 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 blow up your hand because we always get one of those, at least one of those, right, every year. Well, survival of the fittest. I mean, it's basically right. It's always like somebody's lost a few fingers holding yeah. a fucking firework. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, whatever. Just be safe out there, guys. Yeah, we're, Uber, we're not. <laughs> just, just don't affect us. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, about that. <laughs> don't affect us. <laughs> Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2019. Yes, sir. Later. <laughs>